It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. former U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, founder of Stand for America PAC. Governor, it's great to have you back on the show. I mean, this is huge breaking news, obviously. Just want to get your initial reaction to what's just happened. Thanks so much, Guy. It's great to be with you. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot that's going to be said about the criminal and, and what they think of him. But the thing I would say is, in spite of the fact that there have been multiple calls to defund the police in spite of the fact that new york city got a lot of COVID money to their transit authority and none of the cameras worked in the subway system and we don't know why in spite of all of those things law enforcement came through in the way that we always know that they do um, but it doesn't change the fact that new york city and many cities across this country are less safe than they were that's because of of us choosing to debate cultural issues as opposed to debating the fact that we have to take care of our police, that we have to make sure we have their backs so that they can have our backs. The fact that we've got to start making sure that when criminals actually have a crime, that they serve time, that they're not just let out on the street to go free. So there's a lot of conversations we could be having, but I doubt that any of those conversations will be in the media today. Mm -hmm. And I think the long rap sheet of 12 arrests, at least, that's probably inconvenient to a lot of people as well. There's a lot of inconvenient details emerging about this suspect that cut against a lot of the narratives that are preferred by some of my colleagues in the news media. And I don't have to go down that path too far here. I think people understand my point and they understand your point as well. And we will wait to see for more facts to come in. We'll see how this case now progresses in the prosecution against this man and we'll get more analysis on the prosecution from andy mccarthy a former prosecutor coming up later in the show i want to ask you if you could to flip over to your former ambassador hat i want to play for you a soundbite this was yesterday president biden was in iowa talking about inflation and we got all the normal song and dance all the normal talking points all the normal blame shift about putin's price hike and all of that the one piece of actual news that seemed to come out of that performance in Iowa was in passing the president referring to what Putin and the Russians are doing in Ukraine as genocide. When he was pressed on that later, did you mean to say that was that intentional? Biden said yes, cut 16. Yes, I called it genocide because it become clearer and clearer that Putin is just trying to wipe out the idea of even being able to be a Ukrainian. And uh, the, mount, the evidence is mounting. It's different than it was last week. The more evidence is coming out of the, literally, the horrible things that the Russians have done in Ukraine. And we're going to only learn more and more about the devastation. And uh, we'll let the lawyers decide internationally whether or not it qualifies. But it sure seems that way to me. Okay, so, Ambassador Haley, we can talk about the definitions of genocide versus horrific war crimes. Obviously, the Russians are absolutely guilty of the latter. We can have that discussion about the former. But I also want to broaden it out because, what was it, yesterday, 
the Biden administration had indicated that the U.S. was going to be helping to furnish Ukraine with helicopters. And then earlier today, it was announced, actually, no, they were walking that back. No more helicopters as part of the new aid package. Zelensky got on the phone with Biden and basically begged for those helicopters. I mean, Biden had just said there was a genocide happening. Then they scaled back what they were planning to help with in terms of combating the genocide militarily. And then after that phone call between the two leaders, I guess now the helicopters are back into the package, which is $800 million in total and the helicopters are back in. I'm glad they're back in. I don't understand what this drama was with the back and forth and the flip-flop flip and the walk back, the unwalk back. It does seem like a lot of this is incoherent from where I sit. What do you think? Well, it comes across as if, you know, the different agencies aren't talking to each other. I mean, you know, first of all, I will tell you, I think this is genocide. Anytime you try and eliminate the existence of a people, that's genocide. And, um, you know, again, that shows bureaucracy is kind of taking time to to define it as such, but I agree with Biden that it is genocide. I think that it's been genocide, and this isn't a new revelation. Um, you know, what, it, the part that bothers me is why is Zelensky having to beg for anything? This yes. is not just a war with Ukraine. This is a war for freedom. This is a war that we must win. If we win this war, Putin and every other thug won't even try this again. So we have to win and win big in this fight for freedom. We should be rallying all of the Europeans, all of NATO. We should be leaning in towards having strong talks with India, strong talks with our Arab friends, making sure that the world is continuing to get united against Russia. Um, you know, but yet they still they still wait to sanction our energy companies. And that, you know, if you look at the revenue numbers last year that Putin received for energy and you look at it this year, naturally it's through the roof because the cost of oil has gone up and Putin is benefiting from it and we're not doing anything about it. And every bit of money that goes to Putin is going to kill Ukrainians. And we're all part of that as long as the U.S. doesn't go and sanction the energy companies. So, you know, there's a lot we need to do, but what I can tell you is Zelensky should not have to beg. We should send anti-air, anti-tank, anti-ship, um, any amount of equipment we need to send. I'm glad they're sending this package. I was really glad to see Boris Johnson walking the streets of Ukraine with yeah. Zelensky. I thought that was an amazing show of support, and I wish that we would see more of that. Um, and I think that it's time to really put the hammer on Germany and say, you know what, you got us into this by getting all cozy with Russia. All of the Europeans need to stop their dependency on um, any Russian energy whatsoever. They could do it. They could do it. We could help them do it. We should be doubling down on that. Last question, and it deals with a totally separate subject. We're just all across the board here today as we open the show with Nikki Haley. It was now widely reported, not officially announced yet, but widely reported that the Biden administration is going to extend again the mask requirements on federal transportation and in tra federal transportation hubs, airports, on airplanes, etc. They are doing it for 15 days. That's the extension. So that kind of reminds me a little flashback, somewhat, somewhat disturbing flashback to 15 days to uh, slow the spread. We all remember that. 15 more days of this mitigation requirement for many Americans traveling based on science that I just think is non-existent. It doesn't make any sense anymore. It is totally out of step with other allowances and other CDC guidance that has been released. Meanwhile, 
they're saying that they're going to get rid of, they've announced that they're going to get rid of the Title 42 expulsions at the southern border because we've moved past the emergency stage, I guess, of the pandemic in that case. But for Americans traveling around on airplanes, they're still going to have to mask up. I don't understand the coexistence of these policies either. Well, you know, I mean, after watching the Biden administration for this year, it, they are constantly behind um, the ball on everything. And I think really what this 15 days is about is to make sure that all their talking points are good before they lift it. Um, they should have lifted it a long time ago. I mean, it's, it doesn't do anything to help anyone to have everybody mask up on, you know, as we go through transportation. We see how frustrated passengers are. We see even more the burdens that it puts on those people working in these places that have to enforce it. And we know it doesn't do anything. And so I think this is all about um, political talking points for Biden. The bigger conversation that we should be having right now is the crime that is taking place on the border. I will say this over and over again. The idea that we have had enough people come into this country illegally that would create the 10th largest city in America. Think about that. The 10th largest city in America of illegal immigrants is what's come through. And now when they lift Title 42, we're going to see 18,000 a day. Guy, think about what that does to our schools, our hospitals, to st the crime on the streets. I mean, this is horrific. It's irresponsible. It's immoral. And it's absolutely something that if Biden gets away with this, we should have calls from Congress, from the left, the right, and everyone in between calling for what he's doing in terms of his job, because it's, it really is, this is going beyond being irresponsible. We already know that Iranian terrorists are saying that if they want to come into the United States to do terrorist attacks, the easiest way to do it is through the southern border. We're not doing anything to stop it. And I know from having been on the ground in Guatemala and Honduras, the second they find out that this is being lifted, you're going to see those massive caravans start coming back to the border. So it wouldn't surprise me if it goes more than 18,000 a day. And I, I think that's horrible. It affects every state in the country. Um, we have fentanyl um, deaths that are rapid around this country, and we can blame the openness of the southern border to that. Nikki Haley, former governor in South Carolina, former U.S. ambassador at the United Nations. Her group now, she's the founder of it, Stand for America PAC. Always appreciate these conversations. A lot to get to as we begin the program here today, and we're very glad that you were here to talk through these issues with us. Thank you. Thanks so much, Guy. That's Nikki Haley. On The Guy Benson Show, we are just getting started, and we will be right back. That was this week's edition of The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.